So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast Episode 111 for July 9th, 2017. My name is Nathan Reen Spruth, and joining me this week we have Nicole Nicolotis Robinson Carroll. Idly ho! Yeah, she lives in a tree. We have <laughs> uh, Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. It's episode 111! And Andrew Roe McFain. Okay, chips. Of course you do. Of course you. And I'm Nathan Reed Spruth with the the worst podcast panel ever. So, well, you're okay. Um, Just because of me. Yeah, yeah. Just because of Aroa. Why you gonna ruin everything, Aroa? Gah. Yeah. I'm hungry. (laughs) Just don't chew into the mic. Damn it. (laughs) Just don't chew into the mic, and we're fine. So, Nicole, what games have you been playing this last week? Well, uh, I have been playing, finally, near Automata in the last couple of weeks. I've kind of been passing the control back and forth with, with my husband, and it's it's super fun. I mean, there, there are parts that are, like, ridiculously hard, but but it's really cool. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And this isn't a video game, but a tabletop game. Just this week, I started playing a... Uh, I joined a group playing Star Wars role, Star Wars role-playing game. So that's... That's super exciting too. Okay. I'm I'm so, excited to be there. So with the Star oh, Wars start with the Star Wars role playing game. Shut up, Connor. Um, do you have any Jedi's on the team, or is it all like smugglers and and whatever there are, other than other than Jedi's? Because from what I've always read and seen, is it's best to either go all Jedi or none of the people be Jedi. All Jedi or no Jedi, you watch uh, Counter Monkey. I take it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I've also <laughs> read. On, I've also read online. Um, I had a, a a group of friends who wanted to play Star Wars, and and in forums they were saying, you know, yeah, having having a Jedi or two on the team when everyone else is kind of normal, uh, kind of ruins the game. So well, we don't have we don't have any full Jedi's on our team. But we do have a couple of Force-sensitive characters, including my character. Oh, right, right, right. That makes sense. So, um, yeah, yeah, and and that's that's good. And now, so does that mean eventually you could become Jedi? Possibly, yeah. Under, I mean, if I find if I find a master to train me, or or Sith, you could become Sith. Could become Sith. Probably won't because I don't think anyone else in the party would would be interested in that either no i'm it's i I, it's the bad the bad thing is i've played like one two-hour session with these guys and i'm already like obsessed i'm like writing her entire backstory and everything (laughs) Ah, i see i see well that's cool that you're able to find a group to do that with yeah and it's actually a group that podcasts its episodes it's called role mongers um connor's a a member of that group as well yeah i'm one of the but not but not in this game I'm not a big yeah. Star Wars fan. Yeah, and and they don't they post on my site. That, they so. do post on your site. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, there you go. I, yeah, I post on your site. Thank you for hosting us. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, yeah, didn't you get hit with the copyright strike? 
Uh, yeah, we did. I told <laughs> someone not to do something, and they did something. So we got the big bad C marking. Yep, yep, that's fun. That's awesome. And where are you guys uh, hosting it? Is it on SoundCloud? or? Uh, we currently have something up on the Internet Archive, which is just you know free service you could do. Yeah. Uh, we are then... Posting, uh, posting the links to that videos. Also, we are getting a. Uh, we're working on SoundCloud. I'm not sure if it's up yet or not. But once we have that, we'll have everything set up so it'll be hosted on your website until we find a better, a more affordable option. Mine is literally as affordable as possible because it's right. Free. I was I was more stressing the 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 better part. Oh, okay. And see, so yeah, we go through Omni Studio for for our podcast, and I tried getting um the the DM on that to. I tried getting him to post it on Omni Studio because it's a little bit cheaper and you actually linked me to it. But I don't think he ever went through with creating an account on there. So, yeah. Maybe, mainly because, um, like, Omni Studio, they changed their marketing tactics so it looks a little different. Like, I only pay $9 a month. But for some reason, when you go to Omni Studio and you're not joined already... It tries telling you that it's like $99 a month, but I think that's for like the highest tier plan. They're not, they're not advertising their $9 plan. So, oh, well, uh, what games have you been playing, Connor? Uh, I've been playing Titanfall because that's still an amazing game. Actually, just the other day from my coworker picked up a copy of Metal Gear Solid 2 for the PlayStation Vita. And dear God, this game is uncontrollable. <laughs> uh, and everyone, I, everyone I'm talked to is like, yeah, maybe you should just play uh, play Metal Gear Solid Three. And me being stubborn, stubborn, no, I got to do it in chronological order. And I'm starting to think maybe that was my my biggest well, mistake. Yeah, part of it, and your all your other mistake is that if you mean chronological order is in terms of the timeline of the games, no, I mean is in the timeline of release. Oh, okay. Don't be difficult, Aroa. Uh, Although, yes, that is my fault. So did you play the original Metal Gear for the NES first? Yeah, uh, that's actually the only Metal Gear that I played for the longest time. And then my co-worker, after watching him abduct countless numbers of goats, talked me into getting Metal Gear Solid Five, which I had some fun with, but had no idea what was going on. Uh, Then I played through one for a while, got past the tank boss, and was like, okay, I'll pick this up when I'm a little less frustrated. And there it's been my shelf ever since. And now I picked up Metal Gear Solid 2, and I'm equally as frustrated. So, um, are you still on the boat? Yep. Yeah, it, it, I, would, I would say, if you can, push yourself through it. It's and a good game. It's a good game. Yeah. What, what I asked my coworker not to do, which she's been awesome about, is not spoiling anything. But then I'll go, oh, by the way, when you see the ice, watch it melt. So I, I don't know what's waiting for me here. You know, make sure you call before and after you eat food. Oh, okay, man. I'll do it. it like, it, there's... Particularly, if you don't know... Like, it, I don't know how much you know of MGS2, but if you don't know the big secret in MGS2, I would just say let let it... let it, Like, let, let yourself suffer until you get there because it's so worth it. Yeah, right. yeah. Right in... Uh is actually a girl. Oh, duh. Yeah. Yeah, that's the secret. Sorry, I spoiled it for you. So... Yeah. Aroa, besides eating chips on the podcast, Mm -hmm. what what have you played this week? 
So <laughs> really, you had, to, you had to finish finish that mouthful, huh? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, hey, w- would you rather me talk with my mouthful? No, no, I'd rather you not eat on the podcast. Uh, I just woke up. Um, I knew it. I knew you just woke up. <laughs> you lazy um, bastard. So, really, all I've played this week um, is the Crash Bandicoot. And even then, it's been in, like, maybe half-hour segments, if that, because I'm insisting on getting all the gems in Crash Bandicoot 1. And, oh, my God. The game's hard. Like, the game, okay, hard is one thing. Very poorly made is another. So I was going to put, I was going to put this as the... Uh, one of the stories, but I took it off. Crash Bandicoot, the remaster, they changed the way it plays. And so, like, if you have played the original Crash Bandicoot, and then you come to the remaster, it feels weird. And, and yeah, I thought that that was the case, because I have 100%ed the original Crash Bandicoot, like, like in, a, in an emulator. Yeah. And... I don't remember having this much trouble, but it's like everything just feels wrong. Like there are jumps that I feel like I should be able to make, but like it's, it's just, you can't jump far enough. You just can't, you have to run until you're almost running off the ledge and then you jump and then you can make that. And like, there are other things though, like perspective problems and shit like that, that really, they were probably present in the original game and I was just more forgiving at the time, but I feel like this remake would have been their opportunity to fix some of that shit. So they didn't. So there are a couple things that I've read that they've changed. They changed the jumping to where you need a little bit of momentum to be able to jump in the, okay. In the original crash bandicoot, um, you could basically do a full you know, go all the way with your jump from just standing still that that is one major thing particularly on the bridge levels that i have noticed and i i was like there is no way that i had this much trouble whenever i was playing the original just cheat it, it was that momentum shit just cheat i mean what are you, you talking about you can get on the ropes you can yeah but they changed it in in the remake where the ropes are curved now. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. I <laughs> I did end up doing that a couple of times, but it's a lot more of a pain in the ass. Yeah, I noticed that jumping on them is a bit of a bit of a pain in the ass too. Well, and and if you run straight forward, you'll fall off because yeah. they're, they're curved just enough to where you'll just end up walking off unless you constantly correct yourself. Yeah, it's it's bothersome. So, is that all you played was Crash Bandicoot? Oh, well, uh, probably Friday the 13th? Oh, yeah, I played a little of that uh, yeah. a couple of nights. But I also have been playing Fate Grand Order on my phone. And Moving on. Is... No, 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 no. Okay, <laughs> I know that saying it's a mobile game is like, oh, well, fuck you. But it's, um, like, it definitely has a lot of mobile game tropes. Where like there's there's a fusion system and you, there's a summoning system and all that shit, but like as far as mobile games go, I definitely would say it's up there. Um, 
that it it's akin to like I say other other mobile games where the combat is pretty simple. It's sort of turn based, but like you're picking basically of five cards to use to attack with, and there's some strategy in there. But uh, the the big thing is that there's an actual storyline, oh. and like it it's as far as I can tell, like pretty in depth. And so like, like there's, it feels like a real like RPG type game that you would pay money for, but it's a free to play game. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And uh, what are the cash shop items? Are they, they things that will break the game or are they just cosmetic items? It's, uh, it's more or less you're buying card packs. Oh, okay. Okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. Because you have to, you have to summon new, uh, new characters, uh, and the only thing you can really buy in the shop is more of the currency that allows you to summon new characters. Uh, there's also an energy system, but it, it's like you're generating energy even when you're not playing. And like right now, I have seventy something out of twenty something energy, so like. It, it it's a complete non-issue at least right now. Maybe it'll become a problem later, but you can also use that cash shop currency to uh, refill your energy. But I don't see that ever being a thing. Yeah, you know what I like about Discord is that I can look over and see that Connor is playing video games. You he know that I play that. video games during your <laughs> podcast. He's this playing is Metal, nothing new. He's playing Metal Gear Solid right now. Yeah, we were talking about it. Kind of yeah. made me think about it. So. The games I've been playing is I haven't really played that much. I the last couple days I, I every like six months or so I'll I'll pick up Binding of Isaac again and play that for a bit. So I've been playing some Binding of Isaac and uh, that's fun. It's fun stuff. And I did I did get Shadow of Mordor for my computer. I, I had it for my Xbox when it first came out, and I got rid of it somehow. And I just beat that game again the other day. Still yeah. holds up very well. Well, it's also four dollars right now on Steam. So I was like, eh, I think I'll buy it for four dollars. I think it's worth it. So I bought that and I learned that your saves will transfer but like between Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor. Kind Ooh, of. They actually kind. just released another update for it the other day. Yeah. They're, they, they call it the Nemesis Forge system. Right. And the idea is whoever you're... It, spoilers ahead, I guess, but it's been out for a couple of years, whatever. Fuck them. Uh, the, the Oryx you have branded, you could keep along with you. The number one branded one is like your number one in the command. You could bring him into war with you. And yeah. then your number one Nemesis, the, the warlord who you haven't branded... You know, if for some reason you haven't just gone around branding everyone in that game like I do, uh, they will follow you and continue being your nemesis with the upcoming game, Shadows of War. Now, so I I remember playing, and I think it might have been a glitch, but but you'll have to tell me. Um, There was one character, one like nemesis that I had that I kept killing, and they kept coming back. Like I literally decapitated this person. And then I'd be running around, and then they would show up again and be like, what's up, bro? And I'd have to decapitate them again. I Maybe. killed them at least five times. That was a known thing. 
Okay. Okay, so that was a glitch. Or the I think it may it. it may be a glitch, or it could also be that because I don't know really how it works for sure, but I would imagine that if the game happens to re-roll the same character that they just keep that they've met you before in. So that way it's not weird like like, oh, this other orc is also named Gorgoth and has the exact same personality, but he hasn't met you before. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense because how many people do you know that's named Andrew that look similar? Like, I know, like, everyone that I know named Andrew looks exactly like Aroa. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. There's just... It's kind of annoying whenever I go to the store and there are, like, three people named Andrew. And, and they all look like you. Like, and they're all you. <laughs> they're all, all you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, so Binding of Isaac, I bought Shadow of War or Shadow of Mordor. I haven't played that uh yet. I just got it installed yesterday. It's like fifty gigs or some shit. So forty two. I think it's forty two gigs. Anyway, let's move on to some stories. And let's talk about Aroas first because it's uh it's interesting, kind of. And it and it will create a bit of uh dialogue, hopefully. So will you go into the story Aurora? Yep, this is like God damn it. So, <laughs> so um Friday thirteenth the game. The game came out on Steam and PS4 and maybe uh, Xbox One. Right. And it's an indie game that was kickstarted, which is the only reason they could afford the Friday the thirteenth license, presumably. And well, this is uh, a case where having any developers kind of becomes possibly a detriment. So um, what happened was, it uh, looks like on June 29th, um, this player named Dilly Dingus, and then he has a strawberry in his name, uh, posted a review for the game. Um saying that essentially he is playing and then some girl players were protecting Jason because they were friends, which that is a thing. Um, And they were team killing people and overall just being jerks. Uh, Dingus then said he called them out on it. They got mad and then threatened him by saying that they were friends with the developer and they could get him banned. And then the next day he woke up and found that he was indeed banned from the game. And there has been more dialogue since then revealing that apparently Dilly Dingus was threatening them uh, in some way. Um, the developers explained it as sexual harassment, to which Dilly Dingus said, I only called the kid a faggot. I only said the girl was a whore after she was being an asshole. Um, That's literally what he said. Like, I'm quoting him. Um, (laughs) Yes. And one of them, one of the players was apparently like 12. Yeah. Yeah, One one of the players was 12, which turned into like Dingus going, they're saying that I sexually, uh, sexually harassed a 12 year old. This is fucking stupid. And I was just calling her so, a whore. Yeah. 
Um, I wonder. I wonder what else he said because, like, I would imagine and, he would have said more than that. And that's the thing that is kind of making me. I'm kind of both ways on this thing. Yeah, you typically because, do go both ways. Um shut up. So the, the the problem I have is that yeah, Dilly Dingus was obviously acting like an asshole. Yeah. But so does everybody in a video game. Um so is that really okay for the developers to ban somebody just because they were being an asshole in a game, particularly whenever they were being an asshole because these other people who are friends with the devs were literally cheating in the game. Well, do we know that they were actually friends with the dev? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, because they... the, the developer responded in the, uh, in the review uh, in the comments. Uh, let me see if I can, uh, you sexually harassed other people, including a 12-year-old child, specifically targeted them for their profession, and you acted like a complete piece of trash towards someone you had no business harassing. You were absolutely in the wrong in this instance, and to come in here and blame us for your behavior is beyond appalling. So, um, I, I, you know, honestly, if it had been that the guy was calling them assholes and saying, hey, stop, stop being bitches, it looks like is what he said or whores. Um, I would, I would be more on that guy's side and just say, Hey, you know, he got mad, whatever, L let it blow off. But it sounds to me like he overreacted cause he could have just left the game. He like, could have like, that's, that's a mature thing to, Oh, these people are being dicks, but boop, boop and leave. But no, he stayed there and continued to play and then insult the people that he was playing with, which, yeah, they were cheating, but is 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 playing like that against the terms of service? I don't think so. And here's the thing: so a lot of people started citing that there is a terms of use on the Friday the Thirteenth website. Is there? Problem is, it's very obviously a copy and pasted terms of use that they got from like legal zoom or something like that. Yeah. And interestingly enough, uh, purportedly in the terms of use somewhere, it says that you have to be at least 13 years old to use their products. Oh, and that person was 12. Uh-huh. Admitted by the, the developers. The, uh, the developer. Yeah, right here under restrictions. You may not use the service unless you are at least 13 years old. Does it say anything uh, about parental guidance or parental it, permission? That is straight up what it says. Okay. Sometimes there's exceptions in those, like uh, 13 years old, or if you have, you know, um, your parents' permission to play the game you, or whatever. You can't use the service or content for any political or commercial purpose, which they have obviously already gotten past that because they uh, they said they they've given codes to people before the game came out to have them stream it and whatnot. So obviously, again, this is just a fucking 
copy paste job. Yeah. Uh, particularly the, my favorite part that I've seen so far, and I, I've only I'm only just cursory looking over this. Uh, there's a part uh, turns applicable to Apple iOS. They have no iOS products. This is just in here for no reason. <laughs> good, so good. They, they didn't even fucking read it. They yeah. they just put they just like did a find replace on whatever like the the, the for game title your company name here. Yeah, I did Friday the Thirteenth. So uh, I'm still gonna have to side with the developers on this one. They have the right to ban anyone from their game. Uh, especially if they're harassing people within the game and, and yelling at them. Because, I mean, you you and I, we play with a group of people, and, you know, we don't cheat or anything, but the idea that it could happen could piss somebody off, and then if they were, like, attacking us for it, I I wouldn't care if that guy got banned. So... That's my thought on it. Hello? I'm, I'm here. Oh, okay. Nobody was talking. So... I, I didn't... See, I feel differently on that. Um, yeah, sure, they do have the right. And, yeah, they are objectively in the right as far as, like, there's nothing, there's nothing that anybody can really do other than complain. Yeah. And, yeah, that's definitely true. But... I, from a subjective point of view, uh, I think this is bullshit. And the idea that you can, you can just ban somebody from your online only game uh, because they were being an asshole in this one game and your game doesn't have a formal reporting system, doesn't have any method of recording a- anything yeah. as far as anybody's aware, then... You know, basically, your friends are the only ones that get to take advantage of this. So the friends of the developers. Yeah, you know, and, honestly, and, and on, so your friends can get people banned, but nobody else can. Like, yeah, that's on, kind of where my big problem is. I, I get that. Honestly, if I, if the guy who got banned was polite about it, I was like, hey, you know, I, I, yeah, I might have said some choice words. I apologize. I didn't mean to. I would be like, yeah, unban him. Like, it was a one-time thing. But then he had to be a dick afterwards. And and that's my, like, that's my thing. This guy went on Twitter and was like, I just called her a whore. Like. Well, well, that was, yeah. Doing doing that was kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, I think he was in the right in leaving the angry review. Because in the review. Oh, right, um, right, yeah. In the review, all he said was that they threatened me by saying the devs would get me banned. Which they uh, did. I, I said, fine, I don't care. Stop being bitches. Or whores. And the next morning, uh, I woke up to a big, fat, permanent game ban. Nice to see how the devs handle their games community. And, yeah, I mean, they didn't give him a chance, supposedly, to even give his side of this. They haven't really done anything to mitigate the uh, PR fallout from all this. It really does reek of lack of professionalism. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are, they are indie devs and 
Sure. Probably don't but have like that, a a PR department per se. No, but you can still, you know, make a public statement, which it seems like they're going to do because according to some of the comments, I haven't checked this, uh, they apparently have locked the forums. See, I'm 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 confused because I mean, if if he called them a whore and a bitch and whatever, uh, you know, that's normal gamer thing. Like, we yell at each other, call each other things, and then never see see each other again. But I want to say that he's probably said other things. Even if he did. Like, I can understand, like, you know, if I'm playing a game with you and I call you a rat bastard for sniping me or something. But... On the other hand, if there's people that you don't know and, as they said, making sexual comments towards, that gets a little fuzzy. That gets to the point where I'm like, yeah, if you're making, you know, sexual harass- sexually harassing people within the game, which I from his his outburst on Twitter, I could totally see him saying things other than just calling him a whore. Just, just mute him. Well, yes, just mute him. But, you know, on the other hand, uh, yeah, I, I kind of still agree with the developers. They can ban technically whoever they want. So Sure, sure, they can. But my point is that it's bullshit. Yeah. Oh, it, no, I totally, I totally agree. There needs to be some sort of mediation here. Yeah, if, if, if both parties involved in this conflict were not heard and, and equally considered, then... It's it's ridiculous. It's bogus. I I do think that they should have like a system where okay, you you violated the terms of service. You were sexually harassing, um, you know, people that you're playing with, including a 12 year old girl. We're going to give you a 30 day suspension. If this happens again, then we'll give you a permanent ban. Oh yeah, temporary yeah. suspension would have been acceptable too after both people were heard and and you know it, there there needs to be a mediation yeah. process instead of just having the band stick over your head at all times. Yeah, yeah. And, and also, if there was any kind of formal reporting process in the game, because there isn't, I the only thing that me and my friends have been able to do is report people through Steam for suspected cheating, which doesn't really fit what they're doing yeah. because cheating is a really prominent thing in this game. It is. And there, there is no way to report stuff. There's, there's nothing. There's not even a thing on the discussion board. Nope. There, there's not a, these people hacked discussion thing. That's why you create one. You create a thread for known cheating in the general discussion. But so are you saying that if you made a game and people were harassing other people, you wouldn't ban them? Or you or no. you would do would you do mediation? Would you go to them and be like, hey guys? I wouldn't do either of those things. I would include a way for people to block other people in the game and be done with it. Which they kind of do. And at a reporting system. That's definitely yeah. that's a must. <laughs> yeah, but this I mean, this is on both sides, like Obviously, the girls could have, as you said, muted them, muted the guy. But if what he's saying is correct, where the girls were protecting Jason and like doing team killing and stuff, he could have just left the game. Could have just left the game, sure. So this is this is honestly the fault. I I still think that his his problem was in conduct, 
which is something that is not really affecting the game in any way. And theirs was in that they're not playing the game right there. And now they, they actually, uh, it looks like on the fifth um, and see this, they, they have added a list of specific bannable offenses uh, to the, to the discussions board. And what's the, what's the list? Deliberate third party hacking software. Uh, threats, threats of violence and sexual assault. Well, you Uh, know, here's my thing about it. The whole violence thing. I mean, the whole point of the game is to viciously (laughs) murder people. So, uh, he did say, he did say those using voice chat to threaten and harass other users with threats of sexual violence and domestic violence to a degree unsuitable for social standards will result in a ban. Okay. Uh, racism slash discrimination, which I will admit that the game does have a weird racism problem. Uh, that's been kind of weird. It's more um, of an internet problem than a game problem. It, it, it is, but it's like weirdly prevalent in Friday the Thirteenth. Like it is difficult to go a session without hearing a uh, multiple racial slurs. It's really kind of weird. Um, I like well, the black one... guy always dies in the beginning of the horror movie. The black guy's always the first one to die in the <laughs> yeah. horror movies, right? So maybe that's it. So I, I did <laughs> I like know. I did like when Oroa was a little boy. That was fun. Yeah, um, then deliberately helping Jason. Um, so you can get banned del- if you deliberately help Jason. Uh-huh. Okay. Deliberate abuse of exploits. Do- that uh, makes sense. Do not pretend to be an employee of the developer or publisher. Do not spam report those you do not like. But, but... We do not ban for team killing. Okay. But what about the deliberately helping Jason? Because I'm imagining that killing your teammates would help Jason quite a bit. Yeah, you yeah. think so? Yeah, or or like what I would do in in Halo and knock people's shields down. And then Gun Media it... holds complete discretion on bans at this time, and will work to improve experiences overall. At this time, bans will be permanent, caught breaking these major areas of concern. Huh. Uh, for those reporting, we need 100% verifiable evidence of these actions occurring. A video with usernames displayed and links to usernames is necessary for us to take action. A screenshot will suffice for exploits. However, the best bet remains video. We cannot and will not take action without proof. Huh. Which, this opens a whole other thing where, like, did your fucking friends have video of this shit happening? Did your fucking friends get banned after they deliberately helped Jason? Like, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Well, but I'm still confused. Um, about what he said. I still want to. I want to know exactly like what he was saying to them, and if they did have video, I would like it released so I could see it. Um, yeah, but yeah, helping Jason technically would be against these rules, and so they should be banned or. Again, they should do a third, like a thirty-day ban, and then if if it happens again after the thirty days, then they do a permanent ban. That's what I would do. Uh, give them a little bit of time to like clean up, and if that doesn't work, then bleh, they're gone. Also, 
I am really glad that my streams all have VODs saved because I'm totally going to go through them and pull out video of people cheating. Do it. Do it. That's going to take a lot of work. I would be way too lazy for that. So, uh, what do you guys think, Connor and Nickel? What do you guys think about this guy getting banned? Do you think he should have been banned or no? As I'm sure you could tell by my voiced opinions during our discussion, I think it's ridiculous that he got banned without any sort of mediation going on in the between place. Like, anything. An email saying, hey, you got banned. Do you want to contest it? Would be way more acceptable than how they went through. Uh, that's Absolutely. that's just the minimum. Yeah. That being yeah, said, definitely. there's a lot of violation of terms and conditions here. So I think maybe what should happen is they should all just be, you know, like shot by firing squad. So we never have to deal with this again. Yes, exactly. That's how, that's how extreme video games are now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for the game, we, we think that people should be murdered because they violated the terms of service in a video game. Hey, people will stop cheating that way. As a representative of Nevada Public Radio, I cannot endorse this proposal. (laughs) (laughs) It's a modest proposal. Yeah, yeah. Like, we could could run a bill and see if we could have it passed. (laughs) Um, But I don't know if that would be good. I don't think that that would go very well. So I... I, for one, uh, advocate and support all forms of cheating and exploitation in video games for the sake of learning. If you're doing it to make other people's time playing a game to be worse, then, you know, screw you. Go play alone. Eh, I, 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 you know my feelings is that I don't think people should exploit or cheat games if it's an online experience. If it's a single player, do whatever you want. But if it's online, then I think it should be an even playing field. So that's my that's my thoughts on that. So let's move on to the next story, which is going to be um, another story about this particular thing with uh, legalese. So we have Bethesda is getting sued uh, because of misuse of the song The Wanderer. You wanted to talk about this, Connor. Can you explain a little bit? Uh, to put it in basic terms, a song that should, well, by now be inside of the public domain, uh, got flagged by Bethesda, who, as I'm sure you'll know, is doing pretty well right now. They're releasing the same games they released 10 and 5 years ago, respectively, now on a VR platform. And probably somewhere combined with its past success and the expected future success, uh, some shitty communist, uh, some shitty capitalist show was like, hey, let's get in on that money. Uh, so they're suing Bethesda for using something that they really don't have the say to be controlling the strings of anymore. Yeah, it says uh, it seems he seems to believe the company has used the song in trailers that are repugnant and morally indefensible. How dare you use something that's in public domain that you're literally allowed to use for pretty much whatever reason you want? So, so he's not even arguing that they had a contract that, that Bethesda could use the song. And it says here in the next paragraph, it, said, it says, admittingly, a contract was agreed upon by both parties that stipulated that Demucci had the right to refuse the song being used if he didn't like the content it was being depicted in. But yet he's waiting n- until now to sue them? It just, it seems fishy to me. Yeah. Well, 
Let's see. It says the artist was also given the right to bargain with the company about any sort of licensing fee due to Zenimax not participating in any part of these terms. Demucci has decided to file the suit. So maybe Demu- maybe this guy was waiting around for Zenimax to reach out and ask, "Is this okay with you?" I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure what the wording of that means. Due to Zenimax not participating in any part of these terms, does that just mean they didn't negotiate it? So. They weren't like fully aware of what they were responsible for, or what? I don't know. I'm thinking. Um, it says uh, defendants' com- uh, commercials were objectionable because they were f- featured repeated homicides in a dark dystopian landscape where violence is glorified as sport. Eh, not really. Uh, I mean, it's not sport. There's lots of violence, but I don't. Is there like a a gladiatorial thing in it? I don't think so. In uh, in Nuka Worlds, use kind of a gladiator. You could build one, but it's usually for you know people against nature, not people yeah. against people. Anyway, the killings and physical violence were not to protect innocent life, but instead were repugnant and morally indefensible images designed to appeal to young consumers. Except for it's rated mature, so whatever. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm thinking this guy just wants to get more money out of Bethesda and Zenimax because to me, it, it would seem like when he first saw the trailer happening, what was it? A couple years ago now that, that Fallout 4 was released, you would, you would think that at that point he'd be like, wait a minute, or... If he had done any research on the Fallout series as a whole, he would be like, yeah, maybe not use my song in this. Yeah, he kept wandering around and around and around and around and around from that topic. <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure that one of two things is going to happen. Bethesda is either going to wipe the floor with him in court or uh, they're going to be like, here's $50,000. Don't talk to us again. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, right. they have the money for it. So why not? Yeah, that and that's usually how these things are settled is that they're just like, it's going to cost us a lot of money to go to court with you. We are just going to pay you off to not talk to us anymore. So... And I would not be surprised if uh, the Wanderer was removed from any future commercials that are released. So that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they'll probably use a different song for that. They'll just find another royalty-free song to use instead that doesn't. It, it, no one cares anyway. What one thing I've, I've never liked about the Fallout games, the the newer ones, is they only have like five songs. They recycle stuff from the old games, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, it is all just the same songs from Fallout Three. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, you guys have up until like the 50s or 60s that you can go through with with songs. Why not just do that? <laughs> like, why not just like get a bunch of royalty free songs and put them on there? It's not like they're really hard to come by. So no. Uh, is there a way to update the songs that you have uh, in Fallout? Yeah, I, I usually end up having mods that put like 
anywhere from the entire musical discography of the 1940s through 60s to you know more specific stuff like nine inch snails from vaporwave playlists but you could absolutely override the radio oh okay cool cool because you could do that in gta as well put your own songs on the the radio mm-hmm. stations yeah. so your, that was always your hard drive this space is the limit yeah well that's the problem uh, I remember it didn't work very well in the older GTA games, but I'm not sure if it works well in the new ones because I haven't played them. Oh, the custom radio stuff? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, good, good. Because I know I had some friends who played like GTA 3 on the computer and Vice City, I want to say. And uh, it was, yeah, it, it was, was kind of sketchy. Yeah, it was like you had to go into a certain folder and like manipulate things and it never really worked well. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, let's move on to something about us being lazy, guys. Uh, I'll have to ask uh, Nick Lotus if she falls under this category, too. So, study. Men are working fewer hours now because of video games. So, do you fall fall under this this category of being a man, Nick Lotus? Uh, biologically, I would say not. No, oh, okay. I, I don't have it. I don't have any. I don't have any of the equipment. I don't really identify as such. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Are, so but... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty solidly cisgender female. Oh, okay. <laughs> so are you? Uh, are, do you fall under the category of playing less or playing more video games and working less hours? Not working fewer hours, but I know I have definitely started playing more games over the last. Yeah. So it was it's saying here a paper released by the Natural Bureau of Economic Research proposes that video games are the reason why men ages 21 to 30 are working fewer hours than previous generation. The paper also suggests that the improving technology and quality of video games since 2004 have had a hand in capturing the leisure time of young men. Uh, I would like to disagree with this. I would probably say it's because our economy is screwed and we can't get jobs. Don't no, talk about contrib- that. No, <laughs> they don't want you to talk about that. Everything's fine if we have a good scapegoat like video games or, you know, what else old people do Obviously, don't. video games are the only things that have changed since 2004. Right, right. And those have to be the main problem. So, I, I, I'm in a tough tough spot here because um like i'm a little bit older than than aroa and connor because i'm an old man and i graduate like i got out of high school in 2005 i didn't go to college right away had i have gone to college i if i got my associate's degree i would have got out in 2007 so that's right when the economy decided to take a nosedive and you would have got fucked. Um, yeah, and I pretty much did. I'm, it, we're still in that position where we're getting fucked pretty hard. And so I'm going to have to disagree with this study and say that we're probably playing more video games because we have more time because we can only find part-time jobs. So that's that's going to be what I'm thinking here. Uh, what do you guys think on this this story here? Um, um, not all at once. Yeah, not yeah. All at once. well. I mean, it's a it's an interesting idea that maybe got more guys are playing games because there's not as much work available. I I, I would definitely like to see a follow up study on this if if they do that. Yeah, 
Um, I, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe it's just that, I, I don't know if men necessarily are working less unless it is like you said to do with just no jobs, but maybe it's just that games are becoming more popular in the mainstream in the last, you know, decade or so kind of thing. And it's just, it's just a more common way to spend your free time. And since, since you were kind of trying to find a link between me and this study about men, I do, I do have a bit of a confession to make. Uh, I, I, I did actually. Nick Lotus take... was born a man. <laughs> no, uh, I, I actually, I actually, but I, but I actually did take PTO the day Fallout 4 came out so I could stay home all day and play it. <laughs> See, I've done that before too, but, but I mean, the idea that our leisure time, uh, activity of playing games is making it so we work less seems a little weird because um there's other things that come into play too like i've known people who've taken days off to go to concerts yeah and so and and i've taken days off to go to concerts and i've taken days off to play video games so i would want to see more variables done in this study and try to okay. try to see okay employment let's look at hiring practices stuff like well, that okay i'm looking at the actual like at the paper here okay um probably the most indicative thing is uh changes in time allocation mm. um he has here all the changes in in how men are spending their time broken up into uh, work, searching for a new job, home production, I I'm not sure what that means, child care, education, and leisure. Right, other leisure activities, so, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and then they're broken up into ages 21 to 30, and then 31 to 55. So... For ages 21 to 30, uh, the actual time spent working went down by 2.7 hours per week. Okay. A 31 to 55 went down by 1.1 hours per week. And then almost that entire amount was then put into leisure time at 2.5 hours per week for ages 21 to 30 and 1.2 hours per week for ages 31 to 55. Interestingly... Um, hours also went up by 0.4 for job search for ages 21 to 30, while only going up by 0.1 for ages 31 to 55. And education went up by 0.7 hours for ages 21 to 30 and by zero for ages 31 to 55. So... Meanwhile, childcare went down by 0.4 and up by 0.4 respectively for ages 21 to 30 and 31 to 55. Meaning that basically what I'm getting out of this is young adult males are spending slightly more time looking for new work and getting educated so that they can get that new work and also actually taking time off instead of just working constantly. And they're also raising fewer kids. Good. Something that we already knew was happening. Yeah. Because who wants kids? Yeah. Exactly. Um, they also have a thing with uh, they, they have women included in this in the, the other data set. And oddly, 
this, this is actually kind of interesting. The numbers almost completely match up between yeah. the age groups. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, playing... no. I mean, I mean, like, whereas there's this big divide on ages 21 to 30 and 31 to 55 with men. Mm-hmm. They're almost exactly the same between women age 21 to 30 and 31 to 55. So women are um, playing more video games, too. Well, no, no. It's it's that, like, oh, well, maybe you could say that, but it's it would be that all women are playing more video games instead of just young women. Oh, well, that's good. Because yeah. all women reduce their work by half an hour, um, reduce their home production by an hour and a half to two hours, uh, young women reduce their childcare by 1.2 hours, which fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> young women increase their education by half an hour, whereas old women reduce their education slightly. I like how you said. I like how you said old women, ages 31 and up. Yeah, well, you know, it's just it's <laughs> shorter than repeating. Nick, Nick Lotus is just like fuck you, guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, okay. Okay. You know, I'm I'm kind of starting to become numb to this because you called me the podcast mom this week. <laughs> I did. Okay. Uh, I did. I know. I, I know. I'm ancient. I'll just be over here with my cane and my cat and my camera. <laughs> your your legion uh, of cats that you have. I actually do have one of my. I actually do have one of my cats in the room with me right now. <laughs> of course. <laughs> And then leisure went up by an hour and a half and almost two hours, respectively. So, you know what's funny is that as time has gone on, so before like the last 30 years or so, um, people were working a long time and then they started working less and less and less. In the 70s, there were people, because before the that they were working more hours and then they started like the 40 hour work week kind of came about and they were saying okay well because of our productivity and how much stuff we're pushing out and with the advancement in in computers and all that eventually by the time by the year 2000 or or 2010 people are only going to have to work 20 hours a week which would be which would be great but uh no no we're you know still got that 40 hour work week going through while other countries are losing that and and getting more leisure time so it just well, it's kind uh, of it's tradition for you yeah it's kind of funny to me that these they're like trying to find a link between video games and stuff when we really should be uh working less hours in the week we should be like germany works uh 6 hour days so, uh, it, in my opinion, we should be working six hour days or, or whatever and, and getting the same benefit because our production is, is through the roof right now. I'm like, the more that I'm reading this, the more I'm like, what point are you trying to make, bro? Yeah. I'm like all, all that he's showing here is that basically young men have more leisure time and are spending a lot of that leisure time playing video games because, wow, what do you know, for most people ages 30 and up, they probably didn't play a whole lot of video games whenever they were younger. Like, because they didn't exist as much and they weren't anywhere near the mainstream and they weren't as affordable as they are now. Yeah, yeah. Video games didn't exist when Nick Lotus was a kid. I, I didn't say that. 
it was the eighties, but like you had to pay like eighty dollars. Hey, I was I was born in the eighties. I'm not that. Damn I was old. I was gonna I was gonna say I was gonna say Nick Lotus isn't much older than I am. So that's what, that's what I'm saying. It was like it was the eighties where like you know you you would buy Mario three for like eighty or ninety bucks, whereas now you know you can you can fucking get a game like like for somebody that's age 21 to 30 well that includes like a lot of fucking people that have smartphones at this point like it yeah. once the iphone came out you could spend time playing video games because video games were free yeah. at that point well, you didn't have a- free video games up until the mid to late 2000s yeah that's what i was thinking about was like with the women you know playing more video games uh Typically, that's folk. you, you women folk, <laughs> but but I mean, they've done studies where they've shown that you know women tend to play um, like mobile phone games or or games on Facebook and stuff um, a little bit more yeah, than tools. yeah, instead of you know games like Horizon and stuff like that. So, which would be why I play so many mobile games. Horizon yeah. is a game every woman should play. Yes. I'm yes. just going to say that right now. Um, I love that game so much. I have a Horizon Zero Dawn um, uh, car phone holder thing. Got from oh, my work. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <Badass>. <laughs> I, it broke, so I can't use it. Um, oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just says it's it's nothing. So I was actually going to see if you wanted it, but it, all it does is it, it's a car holder uh, that you put on your dash and you put a phone in it. And it just says Horizon on it. It's not like a doesn't have a picture or character or anything like that. So I was like, eh, whatever. So yeah, I tend to play a lot of video games, but I don't think my time. I I've actually started playing less video games because I have a job, and so I would imagine that if if these people are working forty hours a week or more, um the numbers might be a little skewed, but but it is difficult for people our age to find uh, jobs that are going to offer 40 hours a week and, uh, you know, pay pretty well. So that's I will my admit, though, on. it is my life's goal to work as little as possible. So, I mean... Well, I mean, that's all of our goals, really. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, we I want to spend less time working and more time playing video Maybe this guy has a point. Yeah, yeah. I wanted. He to... doesn't. No, <laughs> I think I think this this what he was looking at was he was just trying to be like, ah, see, damn kids, they're playing video games <laughs> yeah, all like, the time. Yeah, damn whippersnappers. Like I don't I don't know what point he was trying to make anymore. Like, is it it, it just men are playing video games? Okay. How, How dare they? they? Yeah. How? dare they how dare the those millennials play video games all the time those damn entitled millennials who can't yep. afford a house on a on an entry level job salary i, I, I can't i eat avocado toast i can't afford play video a, i can't afford a uh, a house on like 23 dollars an hour so yeah cuz prices are going up and it sucks Anyway, I for one am looking forward to a red October. <laughs> so let's move on to the Xbox One X and ignore anything that Connor says. 
That's like my Shun Connor. <laughs> Shun, Shun Connor. Shun him. Shun Connor. Um, so, so I know Aro is super excited about the Xbox One X and 4K. Uh, and they did some performance benchmarks, I guess. And it's not 100% confirmed by Microsoft, though. So you have to keep these with a bit of, uh, of a grain of salt. But it's saying that a hardware analysis is saying that Forza 7 uses roughly 78% of the original Xbox One's GPU. And, of course, will run at 1080p at 77 frames per second. Now, the Xbox One X in 4K, and it uses 66% of the GPU and runs at 91 frames per second. So it looks like this might actually be a console that can, instead of just running at 4K and and having it run at like 30 frames a second, they may be able to do 60 frames a second um, in games. But again, it's Forza, and, and racing games have always been pretty smooth in my opinion like they've they're also they also say in this article that some third-party titles have confirmed they're using checkerboard techniques instead of native rendering which checkerboard looks fine usually it does i'm just saying that they're 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 cheating it a little bit so what explain what a checkerboard technique is i i know what it is kind of but i i don't know exactly how to explain it well, let's have Wikipedia do it for me. <laughs> checkerboard rendering, also known as checkerboarding for short, is a 3D computer graphics technique intended to primarily assist graphics processing units with rendering images at high resolutions. It should not be confused with tile rendering, another method of subdividing images in order to render them more efficiently, or the checkerboard method of alternate frame rendering. Basically, you render like half of the actual image and then you like kind of you you put a you put a filter over it and make it look like it's running at 4K but it's really not. Yeah, and they've done some of that with um what was it Anthem? Uh I saw Digital Foundry was was talking about Anthem on one of their videos. And they zoomed, like, you can only really tell if you zoom, pause the game and zoom in on a certain spot. And you can see, like, a checkerboard on certain items. But usually, yeah. like, if you're if you're just playing the game, you're not going to notice it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it, it can be used as, like, anti-aliasing or what have you. It's just a way to render for. Yeah, it's a it's a way to render 4K without having having to actually render it and push the graphics to the point that it'll break. So, um, why did I why did I cut off there? That was weird. I don't know. That's why I took over us talking for you. I, I figured. I, I looked over and saw that my mic wasn't going anymore. I was like, "What the fuck?" It's happened a little bit uh, this this time, but it's not happening as bad as it did last week, which was fun. Yeah, my my voice connection thing went red. I think it might have something to do with the washing machine. I'm not sure. Weird. So, uh, Connor or or Nick Lotus, are either of you interested in getting the Xbox One X? 
Xbox oh, One, yeah. Xbox One. All, all of the talk that I've done about being a PC guy and you know <laughs> calling off consoles, I'm going to call it off because they finally, maybe, not confirmed, possibly have both 4K and 60 FPS or greater rendering. Good. I'm happy that I didn't detect any sarcasm in your voice when you delivered no, I'm, that. I'm not sarcastic. You know that. Yeah, I know. You're not <laughs> You're not sarcastic at all. Uh, and Nick Lotus, you, you're primarily a uh, PlayStation person, right? So. Well, uh, well, well, I mean, I, primarily, I like to... I, if there's a PC version for something, I generally go for that. But the main console that we have, my husband and I, that we play right now is, is our PS4. And we didn't get the Xbox One just because the PS4 seemed to have so much more to offer. But I don't know. I mean, it might be time to get the next generation of Microsoft uh, consoles. It'll be after it's been out for a little while, so it's not full price anymore because, you know, me and my sweet nonprofit money need to go elsewhere <laughs> to, to really spend the big bucks. Yeah, your sweet, <laughs> sweet nonprofit organization money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. Is like anytime, anytime you ask me on the podcast, are you going to buy this hot new gadget? I always feel... Terrible like, because 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 I am broke, I am cheap. Yeah, yeah. You're like no, 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 no. That's maybe, how you fit maybe, in so well. Maybe maybe maybe, yeah. maybe, after, maybe after it's been out for a few months and it's not ridiculously expensive anymore, I'll I'll consider it. To be fair, I'm pretty cheap too. I'm not gonna buy this uh, for a while. The Xbox One X mainly because I already have an Xbox One and I don't have 4K. So. There's no real reason to upgrade unless you have a 4K monitor or TV. And there's not many people I know that have 4K. Um, we have 4K where I work on some of the the TVs there. But even the monitors and stuff are all 1080p. So, oh, wells. So that's pretty much the end of our podcast. Where can we find you guys? Let's start off with Connor. Where can we find you, Connor? I can be found on Twitter at cyberpunk underscore monk. I can be found on Twitch TV at the cyberpunk monk. Probably going to be doing some coding again sometime in the near future. Yeah, yeah, you say that every week. I know. I got a project I want to start working on, but I'm also one of those aforementioned, not aforementioned, previously mentioned uh, millennials who needs to work in order to still not be able to survive living. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, as soon as I could rob a bank and get some more time to dedicate to my 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 desires and my aspirations and my dreams, uh, you better believe I'm going to hop on that. Uh, Roa, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter, Roa. Facebook got one. It's Roa Entertainment. Uh, got a YouTube, Roa1337. I just put up how to make some... Some pasta salad. That was a uh, shitty video, and you know it. Yeah, how about that? Did, I did anyone else on watch my iPhone? Did anyone else watch that video? I haven't I watched seen it him, yet. Uh, I will. It was. Uh, I awful. watched him sing it on the way to the grocery store. That was all right. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah Terrible. I really wanted Coke. Um. Hey, you can add me on Snapchat if you want. Uh, Is that a Roa? I think I'm just a Roa on there. Yep. Um, Mixer. Uh, and my Instagram. My Instagram's a Roa1337. 
I got that mixer at Aroa. If it'll let me stream, it just doesn't let me stream anymore. I don't know why. Have you changed um, the destination? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah. It doesn't even work in XSplit. Like it just it just does initializing stream and then just never finishes. So I don't know. Um, because I can stream to Twitch. I streamed to Twitch last night. That's reset, the row one three three seven. Reset your stream key and try that. Uh, I could do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Nicole Nicolotis Robinson Carroll, where can we find you? I am on YouTube at Nick Lotus Plays. I'm also on Facebook under that same name. And I'm on Twitter and Tumblr under Nick Lotus. And 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 you can listen to her on the mornings on on NPR. Morning yeah, edition. yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning edition on uh, KNPR 88.9 FM Las Vegas if you're in the area and uh, you want to listen to some good old NPR news. Nope, you don't need to be in the area. You can listen to it online. Yeah, you, yeah, that's true. You can listen to it online too at knpr.org. Yeah, I listened yeah. I listened yeah. during the charity drive and I have to say I hate charity drives. Yeah, yeah, pledge drives aren't much fun for anyone involved, but no. it, it's a thing that has to be done. Right, right. What were you saying, Connor? Uh, I was just going to say unfortunately we don't get your radio waves out here, but if you have one of them internet devices, you could tune Oh yeah, in we stream. Anytime you want. Yeah. But until then, I just listen to the old uh W uh, WKQN, which is the Wisconsin NPR station. Why, why don't you guys stream on uh, shortwave radio? Then everybody yeah, can hear it. Why don't you just bomb the AM tennis? Because people still listen to AM radio. Uh, it'll go farther. You'll cover more area that way. And then you could as specifically long as the sun's in the right place. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, what, what, what's the tide like this morning? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and broadcast. So <laughs> I um. You can find me, Nathan Reeton Spruth. I'm Reeton everywhere. So on Twitter, I'm Reeton. YouTube, you can find me at uh, youtube.com forward slash Reeton or Reeton Entertainment. Either one will work. You can find me on Mixer at mixer.com forward slash Reeton. Unlike Aroa, my stream actually works, which is probably why, which is probably why people actually follow me. Um, no. <laughs> no, people don't follow me even when my stream works. That's true. People don't follow me either. That was, that was a lie. And I, I have a Twitch, but I, I haven't been streaming there. I've been focusing on Mixer, though no one comes into Mixer, so I don't know. You can go to follow me on there on, on at Reeton. Uh, am I forgetting anything? I mean, I have an Instagram, but eh, no one's gonna, no one's gonna follow me on there. Also, I never post anything on my Instagram. I, I was posting a lot of really boring things. Like pictures of like, um, yeah. But then it turned into an actual Instagram thing. Did it? Did it? it, it well, yeah. You started like posting things that normal Instagram. Well, posts, so, and so I, I was like, oh no, the irony's gone too deep. <laughs> no. So, so the whole reason I did that was I started posting random shit on there, like just really boring things. And then the whole thing was for a joke because I took a picture of my friend Lexi and put it on there. So I was just trying to make a joke calling my friend Lexi boring and bland. Yeah. Man, remember when you were funny? No. I don't. I don't remember that. I just wanted to see if she got mad. She only got a little mad. So, yeah, follow me on all those places. And, of course, you can go to um, iTunes or Google Play and 
type in Reeton Podcast and you can find us and subscribe and blah, 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 blah. All right. Thank you guys for being here. I will talk to you, some of you, next week. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye.